Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why? We're starting to normalize being single. Yeah. Even people in committed relationships are being told reasons why they should suspect their partner. Do you get what I mean? And I think it's because we've genuinely lost a belief in the idea of commitment. Right. Do you right. get what I mean? And people being faithful. Yeah, never getting committed. <laughs> commitment issues. Commitment folks. Even things like money, especially for women. One of the big reasons that a lot of women got married back in the day was financial security and stability. And now... Sisters are out here getting their own checks. They're making making more than men. (laughs) That part. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters around the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about singleness. Ah, being single. Being single in 2024. Navigating the single era. (laughs) The single era. Because it seems to be an era for a lot of people right now. Mm -hmm. and should we really be giving up on romantic relationships after all no 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 you sound like such an auntie no 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 no, 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 stop stop so we're going to be getting into all of that and more in this episode is it still possible to find mr right in 2024 or whoever is right for you child a lot of folks (laughs) are not right right now so fingers crossed um but before we get into that, we mm. definitely have a couple of housekeeping news. We need to make sure that the house swept. First of all, if you guys have been following us on the social media, we made the announcement last week. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> you're a mess. And that's because we are officially Billboard Babies. Woo! That's right. Shout out to Spotify, Spotify for supporting the sisterhood and putting us up, our on podcast, a billboard, on a guys. billboard. And not just one, but three. Around the UK. Can Around you imagine? The Leicester Square, Glasgow, Cardiff. You will see us. Well, you won't anymore. By the time this episode is out, it's done. Too late. Uh, Unless you're last... listening on Sunday. Yeah, then maybe you can run cheeky. outside. Yeah. <laughs> no, but by the time you've read this, it's the night. It's the oh, evening. Yes, no, so, it's yeah, yeah, so it's done. But um, since Thursday, we have been up on billboards around Jeez. the UK um, as a Spotify podcast. We're not exclusively on Spotify if y'all want to cut us a check. Right. Hello. Want to write us a deal. Hello, we'll somebody. We'll think about it. We'll talk. But, um, yeah, we're not exclusively on Spotify, but Spotify was like, listen, what you guys are doing is dope. Your community is awesome. We want to spotlight you guys. And so we were spotlighted. Spotlighted. We were spotlighted. So honestly, thank you. Thank you for your support. Every download, every review, we are over 3,000 five-star reviews. Every review really, really helps, really matters and has put this community, this podcast on the radar of some big, big people. Big boys. Also, shout out to Jess. Jess, Jessie? Yeah, Jessie. Jessie. Jessie, not me shortening and already shortening. I'm screaming. She said we're best mates. We are. Jess. (laughs) We are. are. Shout out to Jessie from Spotify. Thank you so much, sis, for reaching out to us about this opportunity and really advocating for us to get that place on that billboard. Um shout out to our team for Honestly. handling this like 
just thank you to everybody man just you know that you. Whitney Houston meme there's just thank you thank to every you, single person because we couldn't have done this without you and it's a really big milestone a massive Honestly. recognition shout out to Michael Michael the photographer yo <laughs> so guys imagine we turned up and it's early in the yeah, morning very, it's and like it's freezing Saturday cold. cold cold to the extent that I was even complaining to Courtney I said my ears are cold like you know when there's certain <laughs> body parts that when it's cold and you feel that cold it's biting, it's biting you yeah. we rock up it's like just before 9am come <laughs> and see Michael the photographer comes up to us and he's like hi guys i'm here on behalf of spotify to make sure that we capture the moment literally and we were just like michael right and michael. he had been there for like the last three days at different points to just capture and he had shown us pictures he had taken of our billboard Incredible. on behalf of spotify and so just thank you so much to the spotify team for making sure that we had someone to capture that moment of us but also shout out to michael himself who made it even more momentous yeah. like he just the Good words vibes, that man. he was speaking like just speaking so much life into us and just really celebrating what it is we're doing and he made sure we did not neglect the fact that this was such a big deal yeah yep. and so yeah this is a really really big deal um a few slides after us was the receipts yeah shout out to, shout the, out to the receipts shout out to tolly if you don't know last year at our book launch she hosted yeah. um, and moderated the whole event so like yeah. it was just so nice to see ourselves just up there black women killing it yeah um, but also yeah. get to celebrate some of our sisters as well and people For sure. we look up to shout out to d block unknown t <laughs> everybody else iceland air iceland air no guys budget marketing budget maybe every we should reach out for a collab i would be interested <laughs> every other slide iceland like a air. cheeky trip to Reykjavik. we can't talk exactly but we can't talk about the veracity of the experience on iceland air but we could if iceland air reached out to us and if you do we are available to, hello at, hello at sisters.com. <laughs> you know on linkedin where you have literally, the open for open work, work. you're open for work if you'd like to collaborate literally enter into the dms enter into our emails we're around all of that. we're around so thank you so much, sisters. We love you. Thank you so much for the support. Just a wonderful way to usher Honestly. in the new season. Ooh. Getting into it. Season five, it's here. Do we have any other housekeeping? housekeeping? Yes. Keep your eyes peeled, as Renee mentioned, about our socials. Follow us because in the next couple of weeks, like two, three weeks, Literally. we have another amount of amazing news ah. coming out about like just... Fun stuff fun in the stuff. TMS world. A little manifesto, whatever. Just um, a little. But yeah, honestly, we just, this year's lining up to be one of the best yet. And it's just been nice to see that every year we truly do go from glory to glory, man. Going from glory to glory. God thanks. Also, another housekeeping announcement yeah. for the sisters in South Africa. Now, you guys have been. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You guys have been in our DMs on our next standard of business about this live appearance that we'll be doing in South Africa. Yes. We will put the link below to follow for updates. We are still in the process of sorting all of those out. Logistics. Shout out to the Sorted Chalet team. Big heart, we are going sisters. to be in South Africa the first and second week of February, baby. So please, sisters, if you want more updates, sign up below, specifically the girlies in South Africa. Yeah. And as soon as details are out, you will be first to know For real. so please oh don't you've got us by the neck yeah <laughs> got us by my caller and some of you <laughs> managed to spite last week and this is why this sisterhood we really do love you guys yeah some of you managed to somehow find your way onto this trip last week Stop it. the amount of dms Stop i got it. that like i know you said in the podcast but i'm shooting my shot and now you're on the trip there you go so we thank god and now you're coming now you're coming so yeah south africa is lining up to be an amazing trip We're with gonna amazing have so women so much fun Oh, it's just great. It's just great. It's just 
Great. We love it. We love you guys. Thank you very much. God <laughs> really bless do. you. God bless you. We really do. The sisterhood is becoming. It is. But becoming. whilst we're becoming, we also need to support other sisters in becoming. That is our job. So without further ado, we have a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let us get into Let us. Oh, CDB, this dilemma. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. First of all. Wow. Hey, sisters. Hey. Thank you so much for the work you do. It's all right. I will admit I am not that constant with listening to the podcast, it's but okay. you guys pour so much into me. We try. I'm going to remove your name, sis, because nobody needs to know your name. Nah, nah, anonymous. Yeah. But in true fashion, I come from Lesotho, which is the kidney of South Africa, as oh, they wow. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the South African sisters. Wow, wow, wow. I do have a dilemma. I might be pregnant. Wait, hey! wait, 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 wait. To wait, God be the glory. Wait, wait, wait. I do have a dilemma. I might be pregnant with a man whose ex also claims to be pregnant. It's just a mess. And I'll admit I'm hurt. He was honest from the onset about how they broke up. She was trying to trap him with a baby through witchcraft. And now she claims she's pregnant. I have missed. <laughs> I was trying not to look at. Yeah, no, no, the girl. Let me finish. <clears throat> I prayed and I repent for what I really did because I really mm. love God. And mm. I actually took your advice of putting him first in everything I do. Mm. But Aww. back to my point, he told me that I triggered him and he needs time to himself. And I understand that when two women who say they're pregnant with your babies, it is a lot. Yeah, overwhelming. I suggested we break up because I'd love to date a healed man or at least someone who has gotten past his past. I go to therapy, I read the word and I pray. I've done and have made a lot of progress. Mm. It would be unfair to be with someone who hasn't moved on from his past, but that decision did hurt me. Mm. He's very respectful to everyone around him. He respects himself and he respects me. He's a very sweet person who talks to everyone. He's kind and also loving. He's responsible. And I remember giving God a picture of the man that I want in terms of his features and his qualities. Mm. and I just saw that man when we met for the first time mm. he's the one who saw me from a distance he makes me happy and he has been transparent about everything I've met most of his friends and mm -hmm. parts of his family mm -hmm. sisters I love this man and his qualities we have good chemistry and we've developed such a good friendship mm. my dilemma is do I just let go or pray for him until he's okay and pray that he comes back to me mm -hmm. about my possible pregnancy? I still don't know. And I'm scared. This is mm -hmm. such a complicated situation. Yeah. He had also hinted that he wants to marry me, but suddenly there are so many problems arising. Am I having hope over nothing or I could just go on and pray for him as he heals? Mm. That's in case I'm not pregnant. Am I delusional for thinking this might be a big spiritual battle? <laughs> <laughs> I love this man genuinely and I care about him. I really don't know if I'm making sense. I know I've said a lot. Please help or advise a sister. Hey, sis. Mm. Well, okay, yeah. cool. We out here. We're here to help, okay? Firstly, thank you so much for trusting us with this dilemma. It's definitely not easy. And this is a judgment-free zone. Right. So is the comment section. So honestly, we're just here for you, your well-being, your health, um, and all of that good stuff. First, you need to confirm whether you're pregnant or yeah, not. This whole yeah. I might be pregnant or not. Girl, go and get a pregnancy test. Go right. to the GP. Go mm -hmm. to the doctor. Go to someone and yeah. just be like, a, let me confirm whether I am or I'm not. Because it seems like, obviously, because it is a huge deal, this is also um, a big factor in the decisions you're about to make. And so the whole am I, aren't I, adds an unnecessary layer of confusion and unknown to the situation. So go Absolutely. ahead and clarify, mm -hmm. are you pregnant or are you not? Mm -hmm. um, the second thing that I would go ahead and say is, 
somebody saying like hinting towards I might marry you or hinting towards, you know, I I want you, I don't want, I don't want to be with my ex, da, 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 da. Hints are not things you could take to the bank. Mm. It's not a okay. check. It's not an agreement. It's that not, part, it's a hint. Part, big, Do you get part. what I mean? So also this man, if he really does want to be with you, he needs to start being serious. Yeah. Especially if you guys are out here having unprotected sex or maybe this was, you know, a bit of a slip up moment. Pregnancy can happen anyhow, child. Right, right. But if this, you guys are grown adults who know that the the logical consequence of having sex with somebody is that you could have a child with them. Mm-hmm. You both need to be mentally prepared as it seems like he may not have been for that reality actually coming to pass. Mm-hmm. And what seems to happen with him is, what seems to have happened for him is two situations mm-hmm. have caught up with him in a way which he probably wasn't anticipating. And I do want to have a lot of sympathy for him as well, because the same way is a lot for you, it's probably a lot for him. Yep. But I think both of you need to really sit down and individually like with yourselves and just think okay what am I doing with my life here Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. also is this relationship actually something I really want to pursue now as you said you went to God you prayed this is exactly what you wanted but sometimes God gives us what we ask for and then it's only because he wants us to realize that that's actually not what we need come on and sometimes the things that we go to God for we're like I want it exactly like this this is my spec that's what we see do you get what i mean we kind of our own we manifest it like it's, mm. it's our own desire that we manifest and sometimes god allows us to have our will even though it's it's not his will for us yep. and so the reason why i'm giving this is because don't make this what it's not this might not be the person for you mm-hmm. just because you really desire for it to be and i'm not saying he's a good person or a bad person i think both of you sound like you really do like each other and there's a fondness for each other but a fondness doesn't necessarily mean a commitment mm-hmm. and what you need for this situation it sounds like what you desire is actually a commitment and unfortunately if he doesn't make it explicitly clear to you and you don't make it explicitly clear to him what it is you desire and what you want and what your um non-negotiable is you're going to be running around in circles for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. I think what you want from him is a committed relationship and he doesn't know if he can give that to you. And so you really now need to think, is this the person I'm meant to be with now? Now, in terms of praying for him, I never say pray for a specific outcome when it comes to somebody else Mm -hmm. who has to make a very big decision, right? You cannot control his behavior. And I think a huge part of witchcraft, since you mentioned it, is the desire to control, control a person, control their decisions, control the outcomes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to let go of the fact that you cannot control everything do you get what i mean so once you accept that factor what you should be praying for in my opinion is god if it is your perfect will for me if you know that this will be for the good of me then bring into my life the man who is actually for me Mm. give me the discernment to be able to see whether this man is actually that man give me the wisdom to know if this is the person i should pick to be my husband Mm -hmm. to be my Mm -hmm. partner to be the father of my future children i really need clarity and sometimes that clarity comes from stepping a bit back and not allowing yourself to be so obsessed with the thing you want, but be open to the idea that this might not actually be what I get, yeah. but what I do end up getting will be for me right. and it will work for me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so in terms of if you are pregnant though, this is a conversation you need to have. Obviously it would be great to have his participation, yeah. but if he does not participate, this responsibility is on you. 
you are the mother of this child. You are the person who has this child in your belly. Mm. So you have to make those decisions based on yourself, your circumstance. I'm not going to tell you what to do because we all have options. We all have such unique circumstances surrounding us. And whilst I definitely, in a previous point, it's funny, I was listening to um, the most recent episode of I Said What I Said, Mm. and they were talking about a dilemma where a, a girl had had an abortion and she had had a big regret around having that abortion. And like, um, Jola said something which I heavily relate to, which was, you know, at a past stance, I would have been very like anti-abortion. But I think until you get into that position, you and you look at your own circumstances, yeah. you actually don't know anyone's headspace yeah. and why they needed to make the decisions they made. So I know that some people may be thinking, oh, abortion is so extreme. She doesn't even, she, even know she's pregnant. But I just want you to know, as a woman, you have options. You have options around what you would like to, what you want to do and what it is you can carry. And so whilst you may feel like, oh my gosh, there's so much pressure. This is why I'm saying the first step is, are you actually pregnant? The second is, if you are not, you need to be asking God and you need to be asking yourself, is this really the situation I want to put myself through? Because it sounds quite emotionally draining. Mm -hmm. Somebody Mm -hmm. who's dealing with their ex, their ex is definitely pregnant. That's one thing you don't even know if you are. Their ex is definitely pregnant. So you now need to consider into the future, how am I going to be dealing with a guy who also has a newborn with another woman right do you get what i mean do you want to deal with that so factor that in but what i'm saying is if you are pregnant there are so many options for you but you need to be factoring that this is probably a direction obviously we pray for the best but this is probably something you're going to go on alone i'm just being honest like Mm. it sounds like even if you're not alone his attention is going to be divided mm-hmm. he's going to be having two children who are around the same age with two different women in two different households mm-hmm. you're going to have to take up a lot of responsibility for yourself as a future mother or as a pregnant person so consider all of these things but take out of it i really want this man specifically Please. i really want this outcome specifically mm-hmm. and begin to embrace that the best thing for you may not look like the thing you want yeah yeah that's what I would say, but you need yeah. to gain some clarity, yeah. like some serious clarity. Sorry, I've talked a lot, no, but that's what I would say. You was absolutely spitting, sis, I'm like genuinely, genuinely. And I love that you preface with saying this is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we can hear these kind of dilemmas and we're like, oh, this could never be me. Or we think we know the right way to deal with this yeah. and there isn't necessarily a, a right, right way. way. There's the right way for you. Um, so sending lots of love sis is a very tough decision to be in and it could easily be anybody it could be us it could be literally Easy. anyone um it, all it takes is a couple of decision making processes it takes you being in the wrong place at the wrong time it cause you know it takes you judgment. being in love yeah yeah <laughs> being yeah, in love yeah being in love get you far all of that all of that <laughs> And for me, as I was even reading this dilemma, I was really thinking about this conception that you have of this man. I Mm. love that you touched on that because we can get so wrapped up in the idea of what we think is God's best for us, not realizing that sometimes it's the counterfeit that comes first Mm -hmm. before the real. And I think that with this guy, like, even thinking about the timeline, sis, the fact that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant at the same time as you. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of the relationship in terms of timelines that you've expressed here, but it does feel like all of this is almost converging mm-hmm. on it, you know, in on itself. Um, and I beg the question not to kind of like doubt his character. I, I love the fact that you actually came to praise him because yeah. it's very fleeting and far between that we actually have a dilemma praising a guy no one that has a do you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. it's actually quite I rare know, that but we... somebody who's sleeping with two people at the same time is it's quite interesting so this is where i wanted to go but i wanted to preface um with being nice 
I think it's lovely that you preface with all of the good things that you see in him, but I think it's also important to gain that clarity, take that mega step back and really ask yourself, this guy that I want to be with, the timelines are very close together and both of us potentially being pregnant. So is everything in that capacity in terms of your confidence of being with this man, are you absolutely certain mm. that this is the man for you? Mm. Like it, for me, it just seems too much of a coincidence mm. of these timelines overlapping or the fact that she is mm. pregnant and now you're pregnant. Girl, that's very close together. Very close. And I don't want to suggest anything untoward, but I think you do need to take a very, very big step back and have, you know, apply some critical thinking. Does this man actually have enough distance between him and his ex for this relationship to actually be something I want to consider? Like, does it really make sense for me to pursue this man with my whole heart, knowing that not only is his ex-girlfriend pregnant, but now he will always be linked to this woman forever if she decides to continue with this pregnancy, yeah. right? There will always be some kind of linkage with this woman. Um, and that's a very heavy burden to carry yeah. in of itself. But now adding into the mix with you potentially being pregnant, girl, you gotta know, go take that test go ASAP. And take that. Go and take that test Whew. ASAP. And if it does turn out that you are pregnant, as you were saying, responsibility. Yeah. And you taking on the lion's share of that responsibility and being prepared to do that above and outside of your relationship with this man, you will now have a responsibility to a child and that will have to take precedence, especially because you're currently in a place where you are not married to yeah. this man. So there's beyond the child at right now, there is nothing. Of course you can, you know, if you want to do the romantic thing for sure, but the key thing that will be linking you to this guy is your child that you share together. So you would really need to think about what is the dynamic going to be between you two? Can you co-parent mm. well enough mm -hmm. with the understanding that, you know, things are very complicated and you will have to take up the mm -hmm. majority of the responsibility. And then thinking about the romantic stuff, is this really God's best for you? Like really think about it. Mm -hmm. Is God's best this particular guy? He has great qualities. He has great characteristics. Mm -hmm. But this situation, yes. this covenant, does it make sense for you? Mm -hmm. Does that look like God's best for you? I really urge you to think about that. And I know sometimes we can go to God and say, this is the guy yeah, for me, yeah, right? Yeah. This is what exactly what I want. But is that really what God wants mm -hmm. for you? Like mm -hmm. really um, meditating upon that and even going to God's word and really reading. What does God's word say about covenant? What does it say about relationship? What does it say about things concerning me and mapping yourself out onto that situation. Does this situation align with God's exactly. best for me? Um, I would definitely encourage you to do that. And I think it's beautiful that this guy has been intentional in terms of like, you know, you being around his family, you getting on with his friends and all that kind of stuff. But that is not enough. Expressing that you want to marry somebody is not, not enough. enough. We need the ring, baby. <laughs> we need the covenants, right? We need the covenant. Mm. We need the assurance. And I think, with you taking the executive decision to break up with this guy, there's also, if you were to pursue a romantic relationship with him, there is a level of repair that will need to go yes. into, you know, harvesting that relationship again, because this is just a difficult situation yeah. all around. And the last thing that you need right now, especially if you're potentially pregnant, is to be thinking, how do I now force this situation and force yes. being with this guy just for the sake of marrying my identity or my um, my conception, ideal. Yeah. right? My ideal, my conception of what I think God wants for me yeah. in, in this particular union. Mm. If it turns out that you are not pregnant, then sis, biggest step back. 
big, big, big step. You need to be out in the road. Like, have you seen those videos of like massive step backs? <laughs> Literally, Sis, get out of the that front door. Step back. Get into the street. Be, you need to be in the, in the streets. Like, you need to step back and really evaluate the situation. Mm. Just because something presents as good doesn't mean that they're God. Yeah. Right. And I feel like this guy, he's presenting as very good. Yeah. But is it of God? God. And that in of itself might be a sign. You got to step back. Um, so yeah, that is what I would say. Yeah. It's a tricky situation. Very hard. And we definitely, we would not say that we are the experts on this situation. So sisters that are listening right now, if you have any experience, if you have any helpful thoughts, if you have anything positive to sow into this, we need you. Mm-hmm. Avengers assemble. <laughs> Come and be real. put in your comments below in the um comment section of youtube we need to hear it please but sis we are praying for you we are praying for the entire situation and everybody that is involved the potential kids as well we will keep them in our prayers but gain that clarity be very very intentional about your next moves and try and remove your emotions and what you desire out of it we need to think about what is the best out of this situation for you and for the kids that may be involved and what's the current reality the current reality stark facts Chad, well, it's not easy. It's not at all. This it is, is not yeah, easy. It's not at all. But you need to leave that bad alone. Oh, <laughs> biggest step back. Biggest, <laughs> biggest of steps back. Yeah. Right. In fact, you Bruh. might trip over the song. Come back, girl. Kids, sending lots and lots of love. Bruh. But on the other side of the spectrum, sis is entangled with someone. Mm, what God. we're gonna be talking about right now is the fact that the girlies are disentangled. <laughs> Oh, God, the sisters, nah, girl. <laughs> the biggest step back. It feels like right now, mm-hmm. a lot of people are stepping back mm. and giving back on romantic relationships. Mm. So I actually wanted to start there because mm. it's one thing for singleness to be a reality for a lot of women right now, but at the moment, it seems like a lot of women are intentionally single. Right. So I was doing even my research into some of like the statistics yeah. and stuff like that. Apparently. 2020 was the first year where the majority of women over 30 had no kids. Right. We're also seeing a decline in marriages. We're seeing a decline in long-term romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. We're seeing an increase in loneliness. Mm-hmm. What is it about the current pervasive culture? Like what are some of the contributing factors as to why we're starting to normalize being single? peace out hustle hard that's interesting (laughs) um i think starting on the more positive things i think people are no longer deciding to like settle for unhealthy relationships absolutely um i think that people are like okay i'm i'm happy and content with waiting Mm -hmm. for someone and there isn't as much societal pressure Mm -hmm. whilst there is still societal pressure there isn't as much as in previous decades and centuries where it's like no like your identity as a woman is heavily dependent on your marital status Mm -hmm. and you getting married Mm -hmm. nowadays there isn't that much you know women are out here they're working they can provide for themselves they can gather up their own status where it's like actually marriage may not be that much of a high stakes yep. um, for us. And so I think that then brings us down to a level of I'm searching for companionship and I won't settle for the person who I'm a companion with because you're not necessarily just a sole provider or anything like that. Like I'm looking for a friend or I'm looking for a partner. Yeah, right. Um, and so I think that's another thing, which I think is actually quite good because it gives us the 
in theory, it gives us the potential of having just really happy marriages where people are in there because they're happy, they're content with their person. Yeah. And it's more like friendships and partnership than it is um, that kind of super patriarchal, capitalistic, I need a man for to, for survival and yeah, protection right, kind right. of thing. Um, however, I think that's in theory. In practice, I think because they're... <laughs> The dating streets, like I said last week, it's a swamp. I think that ah. I said that in TLS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a bit of a swamp. Um, I think a lot of people are kind of turned off mm. at the idea of relationships, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's a really big commitment, which I think people assume we should be perfectly prepared for and yep. there aren't as many people embracing the idea of getting married quote unquote unprepared mm. so for example like oh our finances just aren't there yet so a lot mm. of people i think are more so cohabiting with mm-hmm. their partner mm-hmm. than they are like getting married right. or making um plans to have children because sh- even now like in this capital um this uh financial environment or economic environment children are so expensive Expensive. children are so expensive and how many financial you know recessions and crises do you have to to live through before you're like i actually can't even afford a house let alone to have multiple children Mm, do you get i mean mm -hmm. so i think because it's like i need to wait till i get financially stable Mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. also can afford to wait till i actually get married and i think that's on men's side and women's side where it's like i'm I'm trying to find stability here financially Mm -hmm. and that's just becoming harder and harder especially in metropolitan cities that are becoming more and more expensive to live in um and then i think on the flip side there are a lot of women who have kind of given up mm-hmm. on the idea of romantic relationships working yeah um i think with the rise of women being more able to be independent it's kind of like why should i settle why should i put up with something i don't want to put up with right. um and i think there are a lot of men as well who have at the same rate decided I don't need to get married right now I'm yeah. actually really enjoying the freedom of singleness so I'm really enjoying the freedom of just getting to be independent and I think a lot of women have also embraced that freedom yeah. where it's like actually to be childless to be without a husband or without a partner a serious partner mm. is freeing mm. like it's actually really nice to get to just do me mm. and I think more women are embracing that wave of doing them um and i'm less afraid of that title which is thrown around less and less of being yeah. a spinster yeah it's just like nah you know it's no longer Ooh. so much of a cultural taboo to yeah. be 30 35 and be single and be traveling and be you know investing in stuff mm. or just doing you building your companies and high flying in your career or just chilling yeah less people are scared and especially with like more scientific technology which allows you to do like freezing your eggs and prepare for um childbearing later in life Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. are just less afraid at the same time so i think those statistics are moving with the social moves of what's happening in culture where it's like when science religion culture all aligns with get married later in life yeah people are naturally going to get married later in life um but i do think unfortunately there is that huge contribution of relationships are just becoming harder right consistent relationships are be- it's not that they're becoming harder they're becoming harder to maintain i agree in a world where there are so many opinions and so many new pressure points i would say like i i know there's the statistic about how many people come into marriage counseling Mm -hmm, or even mm -hmm. go before divorce attorneys Mm. and are like the main cause of our disagreement and our irreconcilable differences differences. is social media 
Wow. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. their use of social media, mm-hmm. their, you know, connectedness mm-hmm. with people I don't want them to be connected to, ETC. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because now there's a clear new pressure point mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, relationships, mm-hmm. on serious relationships, which is our hyper-connectedness through the internet and the temptations that that can present to someone who is in a romantic relationship um, to either be unfaithful or to emotionally cheat or to just be... um, like even how many dilemmas do we get where it's like oh my partner isn't posting me and it's like this new level of complexity um in in romantic relationships so I think that's one thing I think there are pros people see the pros of singleness and people also see the um cons of committed relationships yeah and that's why we're just overall seeing a decline no I absolutely love that I love it was given point evidence explanation I love what you're saying about the new pressure points that are coming into play especially as we continue to grow progress progressivism (laughs) I feel like that is actually like a a big lie it's It's giving declining (laughs) (laughs) it's giving we're going there it's funny, especially as you were saying around like hyperconnectivity, yeah. that we are the loneliest generation, that we are the generation that seeks to have instant gratification yeah. and yet we are incapable of holding on to long-term committed relationships. Yeah. And I love what you were saying around like irreconcilable differences. Even this whole idea of irreconcilable differences, I think the reality of like long-term relationships now becomes so unappealing because people don't actually want to deal with those challenges yes, too. Yes, yes, yes. I was listening recently to um michelle obama's podcast and the light we carry and i love her (laughs) an absolute babe i love her um and what she said ruffled quite a few feathers Mm. on social media because she was talking about the fact that she had been obviously married to barack for a substantial amount of time and the reality of dealing with months weeks years in which her marriage was actually going through a lot yeah and that she didn't like she didn't like, like her him. partner yeah. and this is barack obama the president the yeah. former president of the united states you know what i'm saying it's like <laughs> hearing from the first lady that you yeah. didn't like your husband for at least five years yeah, is not really crazy. giving do you know what i mean it's giving i don't want to be with somebody yeah. that i dislike yeah. for five years um or even listening to um the basement tim ross love that yeah guy. oh listening to some of his reflections on his relationship with Julia and he adores that woman. but there were times in their relationship where it was hard and I think we've actually gotten to a place where a lot of people don't want to deal with hard we don't want to deal with hard things we don't want to deal with hard partners we don't want to deal with hard seasons we actually want to have a life of ease especially because it feels like we are now growing up in in an environment where everything is hard yes economic instability is harder to you know raise a kid Back in the day, we could buy houses for like 5p. Now it's 50,000 racks. Do you know what I mean? 500,000 racks. Back in the day, um, and this is not me saying that we should all go back in the day because, you know, pros and cons. Do you know what I mean? Like, we are black women. We're very aware. Do you know what? I was going to say that it's so tangential, but you know when people are like, oh, I wish I could go back to the 1960s. I was born in the wrong era. I was born in the right time. Lord have mercy, because I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) I was born for such a time as this because I ain't trying to fight nobody honestly no because i'm not interested in going back and they're like oh you know cottage core and stuff like that. It's like maybe some of us would not it's be because you're white ah! it's because you're white so, y'all <laughs> like i don't even know if i would make the house you know what i mean <laughs> some of us would be on the field biggest um, fancy you're telling me to go back <laughs> oh me that even working from home is tiresome you want me to work in the field <gasps> on the oh field for somebody that despises me I <laughs> and can't. i get whipped at the end of the day hey <laughs> and they don't even pay no oh. man our ancestors and then guys, they're still my children 
And then you'll tell me to get out of this bar. Like, just throughout the ages, okay. you tell me to get out of this bar okay. because I'm black. Okay. <laughs> hey. Yeah, jokers. The I was born at the right time. I was time. born at the right time. Right, right, right. Where you now have this kind of romanticization romanticization of prior decades yes. where obviously women didn't have a lot of like ownership. We didn't yeah. even have voting rights and all that kind of stuff. But getting that. into exactly getting yeah. into like long-term committed relationships was symbiotic with you getting ownership, yes. symbiotic with you getting status, yeah. um, getting to, you know, build a family. That was like yeah. the pinnacle of femininity. And that as much as it was difficult, there were different eases that okay, were that came with that right and now we're in an era where women are now fending for themselves people are fending for yeah, themselves as you were saying is. we're in a capitalistic society where it's every man for themselves and is that a conducive environment for long-term stable relationships not necessarily at all because now you're bringing this mentality of i'm watching my own yes, into relationships yes. how much can i make sure i've got my own back yes. and the thing is i think as much as we are talking about modernism and progressivism a lot of people still haven't left behind a lot of the ideas that they have around femininity and masculinity and the reality of where we're currently yeah. at in modernity. So you've got people, this is why I think the rise of like red pill content, but also equally femininity content yeah. and boss babes, this is why they clash so much. Because on the one hand, you have men and women that still believe in traditional yeah. ideals of what men and women should bring to a relationship. But then on the other hand, everybody wants to fend for themselves. Yeah. I want to make sure that they have their own. Yeah. I want to make sure that, you know, they're not giving away too much of yeah. themselves in this relationship. So I think it's very, very unfortunate that it we've is. got into this place. It really is. You're so right. And a lot of these systems don't work when everybody doesn't play their part. Exactly. And everyone's trying to force everybody to play their role. And oh. it's like, I don't want to play a role in your system. I want to, I've created my own system that mm-hmm, works mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting that you say that because I do think the individualism, the individualistic mindset that a lot of us have been encouraged to have just through life capitalism western the western world as well um has definitely meant that healthy families and communities in general like of extended family Mm -hmm. even that concept has become almost foreign to a lot of us who especially if you're like in um, second generation like us Mm. we weren't necessarily raised with that but because our parents moved to these western worlds where actually the same ideals around family community collectivism were not upheld they just had to lose it over time. Do you get what I mean? Like as much as yes, we did grow up with the hall parties and the aunties and uncles, you were very much aware that we are by ourselves. This unit of this household is all that we really have. And as time goes on, you will even all depart. Like we don't even all live near each other. It's funny because recently I've been having like conversations around um, with my family around like, oh, where's everyone going to live and everyone going to move? And it's funny how it takes a while before we all get to the idea of, oh, but wouldn't we all like to live near each other? Yeah. It's like, but I'm trying to do what fits in my budget with my career plans, with, you know, my goals. Mm. And it's very much my, my, my. And it then makes it hard to even have that sense of collectivity. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com and people being connected with each other in real life because mm-hmm. it's very much we use technology as a supplement right it's like no but i'll always call you and we can facetime and then before you realize that you don't live near your friends you don't live near your family you live nearby yourself and then you're trying to rely on again technology like dating sites and stuff to exactly. get you connected with people and then you really see people showing their ass uh, their whole bum cheeks well their actual cheeks <laughs> And Sorry, this is I said it's so tangential, but I watched Ferrari and there was like a scene where this man's whole bum cheeks. was on the screen. Said, Good afternoon. <laughs> Hi, bum cheeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, I agree with that so, so much, man. Like, we are so connected and yet not connected at, at all. all. Like, there's just no depth yeah. below, below the and surface. And not connected in the right ways. Exactly. It's like, I can see everything. Like, it, it even makes me think of, there was a conversation I was having with one of my friends who was talking about, like, long-term partnerships and issues right now. And this instant gratification culture that we have turned into. It's all about what can I have now, now, yeah. now. Yeah. And not thinking about what are the benefits of waiting, yeah. of building, of creating with somebody. You've got a whole bunch of people that are hyper-hooked to, you know, pornography and all sorts of things where dating sites where they can get a lot of the things where traditionally you would have to be in a long-term commitment to have access to um even things like money especially for women one of the big reasons that a lot of women got married back in the day was financial security and stability and now sisters are out here getting their own checks they're making making money men Uh, that part (laughs) that part I'd be a good delusional when they said, ah, come on, let's, <laughs> let's raise let's, up the bar. Let's, let's raise, raise up, up the, bar. the bar. You know, just a small, small, I don't expect you, even though there are some ladies that are expecting way too much. Y'all are a bit Let's go into deep into that. Yeah. Because I got something for somebody. No, I think it's interesting because it's always the sides of the coin, right? And it's easy for it to flip in any direction where it's like, okay, yeah, just bring, bring your money up. Do you get what I mean? But yeah. then at the same time, living in, the economic reality that we're in hard financial times right it's now. Hard. Very hard financial times. Um, but also what do we consider respectable? Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's delusional. It's delulu is not always the salulu. It's not always the salulu. It's not. And um yeah, I, you gotta be realistic sometimes, sis. It's okay. All right. <laughs> we're not we're not telling you to, you know Lower your standards. Marry a frog. Um, you ain't living got a shack. Yeah, live in a shack. <laughs> Although there are some people that live in shacks that are very happy. Yeah, they are. And you know, but that's the thing because the priority is what will make me happy. Yeah, that's true. Not what will look good. It's all about values, values, alignment. Speaking of values, alignment, all that kind of good stuff. One of the core reasons that a lot of women, in particular, yeah. talk about desiring to be single is because they feel that the dating point. You mentioned this last week, right? And we've been talking about this as well. The dating pool feels like a swamp. Sewage. And I think that social media, the sharings and findings from mm-hmm. previous generations, a lot of us probably have some kind of example, some kind of reference point of a broken relationship, mm. a broken marriage. Exactly. We're hearing stories of men and weaponized incompetence in relationships Boy. to you. Big one. 
Like, what are, in terms of like the dating pool mm-hmm. itself and some of the issues, the character traits, the problems that we're seeing more <laughs> and more problems. that are being highlighted? Like, what are some of the key features that are preventing women from wanting to engage in long term romantic relationships? With, oh, especially with men. With the men, the heterosexual <laughs> the men. Heterosexual. Um, an overall lack of commitment. Right. From everybody. Yep. <laughs> from everybody you said you 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 no 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 to be very honest i think even from that dilemma right it's i like you yeah i would love the idea of being with you i like but you. to commit and to do the very hard things that commitment entails right. is something that people are not going to do oh. do you get what i mean so also when there's that lack of security there's a lack of trust i think it just arouses an overall atmosphere of suspicion mm. amongst men and women yep. even people in committed relationships are being told reasons why they should suspect their partner do you get what i mean and i think it's because we've genuinely lost a belief in the idea of commitment right do you right. get what i mean and people being faithful Mm. like that idea of faith faithful (laughs) that idea of faithfulness seems so abstract Mm. and so idealistic Mm -hmm. and i think we're being badgered from so many different directions telling us why would you even that's a fairy tale the idea of somebody being faithful but i think deep down a lot of us desire that kind of security not even just from romantic partners but even in friendships that craving that do you actually have my back do you actually have my best interests at heart will you actually keep my word and i keep your word sorry and i think with more and more people having trust issues it's hard to even consider being with someone in such with in such an intimate way mm. if you don't even know you can trust them. Mm. If you don't even know they'll be committed and 100%. be faithful, um, and that they desire commitment on their side, because mm. I think a lot of women are also scared to make it seem like they're the one pushing for commitment. No one wants to look desperate. No one wants to be embarrassed. People don't even want to admit that they're lonely. Do you get what I mean? But I think a lot of women want to see that proactivity mm-hmm. on the other side yeah. from their partner, who's like, "No, I do want to marry you, and I'm making." those steps to actually marry you right and i think people aren't seeing that proactivity there and and so they're just kind of like curling away recoiling a bit away no i definitely agree yeah um i think another issue is genuinely this financial thing is actually a big one this financial thing also can we just say even in terms of like long-term relationships because i think social media has fed into this a lot the biggest but this idea that to sustain a a long-term relationship you have to be making bags that your wedding has to be 100k if you're not even driving a range don't even think about asking me on a date i don't want to go to the cheesecake factory as a first date first of all i'm going first of all i should go freaking Absolutely. Because they got some me. nice sweet That food <laughs> at that Cheesecake Factory. I personally like the Cheesecake Factory, so Brilliant. I would be offended. I, love it. I would not be upset whatsoever. Um, but yeah, things like that, right? Where it's like, and I'm just going to be honest, I think we are fed into the optics yeah. a lot. Where great, it's like, great. oh my gosh. And, and a lot of us, go on, girl. a lot of us, a lot of people, mm. it's not even what they want. It's what they believe people will think. Yeah. That's the issue. Do you Keep, get what I mean? Up like, with the if I tell you we went to Cheesecake Factory on our face date, I know I might have liked it, but your reaction of, he took you to the Cheesecake Factory on the first date, is he okay? Does he rate you? Like, is that, do you get what I mean? Like, all of that. My first date was at Hakkasan. My first date was like this. And it just makes you think, like, 
this isn't something I can brag about, even though you enjoy it. And I think we are putting optics over our own joy. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, even though you're you're in love, sis, you're yeah. like, oh, this guy knows what you I like. Like, like, I actually really like him. You're scared because you can't brag the same way you think other people Absolutely. are bragging. But oftentimes you have on the behind the scenes, the like we were saying about values, mm-hmm. you actually have what a lot of people lack behind the scenes which is genuine compatibility and like for your partner do you know what i mean some of you guys are dating drug dealers just because optically it looks like you're dating a guy that's got the bag yeah or you're dating a guy who has the bag and they're a good person but you don't like them and i think a lot of people are like no i don't need to like them the bag will cover things and it's like this is a life partner if you don't like the way they reason the way they make decisions if you don't like their character if you don't even like their personality do you think that the things that they buy you will be able to cover things and i think it all just it's in it's an individual preference though because there are some women who are like no because the way i can conceptualize marriage in my head is this man is is pretty much 99% just a provider. Yep. The provider of stability, financial stability at that of this household and of mm-hmm. this family mm-hmm. unit. Mm-hmm. And so for you, your priority and your value is how much do you bring to the table? Right. And I'm not going to knock anyone because your situation will work for you. But I think when you start to think that every person should think like that, you have people who are like, actually, I, I actually don't mind doing 50-50 or I actually don't mind earning more than you or I don't mind you coming onto my thing. Right, right. But you make me happy. And so th- those women with that mindset mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. then like, oh, should I actually be ashamed of that? Yeah. Like you, you come on an app and somebody's telling you like, how can you be a woman and doing that? Sprinkle, sprinkle. Yep. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> sprinkle, and then it's suddenly me. you're embarrassed. Yeah. And a lot of us, the thing we cannot deal with is embarrassment, embarrassment and shame. Read much, anything man. or listen to anything from Brene Brown much, yeah. and she'll tell you that is catastrophic. Yep for us as human beings and so i think there's a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of shame Mm. going around about dating and relationships and what you should accept and what you shouldn't accept instead of us to really spread the the message Mm -hmm. that all of this is really relative it's really unique to you and actually the overall value is if you like it i love it you actually need to be if you're happy if it works you actually need to be partners and that thought actually conjured up a little something a little bit tangential for me um but i was reading into like divorce rates and stuff like that there was in terms of the instances of divorce between women and men so the woman is earning more than the guy the they're like one of the highest populations for divorce Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily because she's making more money but it's that the division (laughs) so i want to speak to the bad dem you guys need to no 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 no. genuinely because when i saw this i said oh is it because you know she's doing her boss babe and all that kind of stuff (laughs) so i interrupted you explain the stat like the stat yeah, yeah yeah so basically um of the folks that get divorced the most it's often between men and women that have disparity in their finances so the woman is earning more than the guy but the reason cited is not because of financial differences it's irreconcilable differences and the difference being that the division of household labor is actually more for the, the woman. woman that's also earning more than the guy the deal and in my head oh my gosh i thought about like you know in um isa ratio um, insecure. insecure it made me think of like Lawrence and Issa yeah. in the very beginning where this guy was lying on the couch and she <laughs> and was she going came to home. Work and she came home and he had to do nothing 
And it's like, I also, I think I don't want women to be trapped in this idea of you have to be a super yes. woman in order to maintain a partnership yes. with a man. Mm-mm-mm. Being married to somebody is about partnership across the spectrum. It's not just about performing femininity yes. whilst also trying to keep up with modernity, yes. right? It's about partnering with somebody. So if I'm going to work and I'm making more racks than you, baby, you better sweep that house. By the time I get home, and I need you to <laughs> be fine doing it. And that's, that's the okay. thing. I need you to be finding. And I think that's what a lot of us need to do. You've highlighted such a great point. It's literally you sitting down at the table with your partner and being like, sorry, this has nothing to do with singleness. Well, maybe we'll, we'll, circle, we'll, back. Back. we'll, yeah, circle, yeah, back. we'll circle back. We'll circle but back. But you sitting down with your partner and being like, Forget everything you hear outside of this house. Forget what your parents did. Yep. Forget what my parents did. Forget what you're reading on the internet. <laughs> Forget did. what your boss is doing at oh. their house. Everybody else does not matter. Right, right. We need to devise up a custom strategy right, for right. our house mm-hmm. that will allow this dynamic, this relationship, this household to actually function. What are the different categories? Of course, we know to live. We need food. Yep. We need shelter. Clean shelter, uh, hopefully. And we also emphasis need on the clean. money. We need cash dollar. My this guy. is how much we need to function. And clearly we know that we're ex- we're expanding energy to be able to make this money. If I'm going to go and bring 70%, I'm going to come home tired. Yep. I just want you to know. I just want you to know I'm going to come home tired. And so if you as a logical, a logical human being should also be like, but this is what I can do to help you. And this is what companionship is lacking this like is like you said everyone's coming into relationships thinking what can i get out for me mm. and not how can i help you yep yep yep. right and how can you help me because yep. it's it's all reciprocal and mm-hmm. i think that's the thing that relationships seem to be not portrayed as yeah which is a reciprocal system yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know no i absolutely adore that Circling back to, you know, singleness, we've talked quite a lot about just dynamics within relationships. Yeah. Why relationships are looking so unappealing right now. Oh my now. God. You're never getting committed. <laughs> commitment issues, commitment folks. <laughs> but at the end of the day, mm. as two Christian women that oh. desire, you know, oh, two Christian oh, women, women of God. Wogs. W-O-G. Wogs. As two woggies out here. I don't know why wog sounds so bad. Isn't that uh, it's racist? <laughs> Guys, I meant Ed W. I just went to say wog. Oh my God. Gonna say I'm a racist. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I'm not Guys, I'm so sorry. Don't worry, they won't cancel you. They know what you're going to say. Imperialists. I know they know. I they know, women they know the context. Yeah, 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 they know yeah. the context. No, guys, don't use this to cancel me. This is going to come back in 10 years. They'll say I'm racist. She in meant women of God. Women of I never W-O-G. W-O-G. I'm so sorry. I thought I was doing something smart. Jeez, Louise. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, my arm. Yeah. I'm hurt. In my oh, abdomen. Lord, have mercy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
I even went to go and see a previous day. Not the woggies. I went to go see woggies. Oh, oh gosh. You're actually so funny. Oh, no, I know. They said oh, she's an imperialist. Guys, man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, please forgive, forgive me. Please, forgive, I'm a woman of God. Woman of God. Woman of God. That's good. Full title for now. Full, full title. Hey, <laughs> the conservatives, those like extremes. <laughs> we might have opened up a new audience, bro. Uh. <laughs> This is what we need to White supremacists, yeah. <laughs> that they, we might need to take that segment. I'm so sorry, guys. But as two Christian women, <laughs> yes. that desire, marriage, yeah. relationships, all that kind of stuff. A lot of the content around like femininity, you know, singleness, womanhood is around preparing yourself to uh, step into a relationship, marriage, you know, being somebody's wife, mother, you know, and this is not to say that all of these things are bad things because we desire those things too and we hold these things in high regard. How do we, especially because we're at the beginning of the year, how do we navigate the balance between our aspirations, desires, and preparation for these things and not allowing it to become an idol Mm -hmm. or allowing it to become the central component of our identity. Such a good question. This one always sets me on fire. Mm. I think the core of this is an identity issue. If you're constantly being told that the the whole point of your femininity was to be a wife. Yeah. The whole point of your identity, the reason why you were created and put on this world was to be a wife. Yeah. You will think that because you're not operating in your function, you're faulty. Mm-hmm. So if if we have an appliance and it's not, if your toaster is not toasting bread, right. you're going to say What's this thing is broken. Thing? Right. Do you right. get what I mean? And so a lot of us start to think, is it something broken about my looks, my personality, my have I not read enough, prayed enough, thought about being a wife enough? Have I not prepared myself enough? Do you get what I mean? To be worthy and to be functional. And I think a lot of people and their criticism of patriarchal or um, Abrahamic faith is that it has positioned or created um, this idea that women were purely made to be helpers to men. They were purely made to be wives. When actually that's not what the, I'm a Christian, so the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually Going not what the Bible word. says. A lot of people look towards like the whole Genesis 2, Genesis 3 of, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. God talking about Adam, the first mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. It's not good for man to be alone. Let me make a helper meet for him. Right. And now Eve comes into the picture for that purpose, you know, taken for Adam's from Adam's rib. You probably saw in your childhood Bible. Um, <laughs> taken from man's side. <laughs> but so people see that and they think, oh, you see another religion that says that women are only because men are. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Women exist only to satisfy men or yeah. they came from men. When actually, if you want to get an understanding of the identity of women, you need to go back to Genesis 1, where God says, let me make man, let us make man in our image on the sixth day. Right. Let us make man in our image to have dominion, to rule over the earth, to cultivate, to do all of these things. Mm-hmm. And in saying that he made man male and female right. in the image of God, he made the image of God male and female. Mm. And so if you need to understand what femininity is, femininity didn't enter into the picture or female didn't enter into the picture when a man was helpless. Right. Female entered the picture when God was trying to make an image of himself. Oh, no. And so if you really want to understand the image of God or like as the, is it the Hebrew? 
yep. it's not the Greeks, the Hebrew mm-hmm. puts it the Imago Dei, you need to understand that the image of God is incomplete without female as it is incomplete without male. If you want to know what God looks like, you have to put a man and a woman together. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important for us to remember that our identity is not in the function of being a wife a wife can be a part of our identity but it cannot be all that we are because that was not our original purpose Mm -hmm, when we were mm -hmm, created mm -hmm. what we were created was to be an expression of the image of god right and so what does that mean it means to have dominion it means to rule it means to not necessarily rule over men but rule over the earth that was the instruction that was given and so i think it's interesting that when we are told to get married, it becomes an idol because it becomes the main source of our identity. It becomes the God that we serve. It Mm -hmm, becomes mm -hmm. the motivation why we do everything. Mm -hmm. And one of the main ways you know you're serving an idol is because what motivated you to worship it in the first place was fear. Yeah. Right? When you go back to like Exodus and you see the children of Israel say, where is God? He's basically abandoned us. Mm. We need to make an idol Mm -hmm, which we can mm -hmm. worship. We need to make a God that will protect us, that will guide us. And so they all put their jewelry together and they make this golden calf Mm. do you get what Mm -hmm, i mean mm -hmm. they did it because they were scared and so a lot of us are actually scared we've been taught to be scared of the idea or this this potential threat that is loneliness Mm -hmm. when actually we can never be alone if you have friends if you have community but also if you have an ever-present god how can you be lonely it is only if you think the presence of god and the presence of people is sub to the idea of being a wife right if you're taught that it doesn't mean anything compared to having a ring on your finger and a lot of us are being spun that lie that actually having friends having a family like a a, not just a family in terms of your biological children but a family in terms of people who love you a community a village is not worthwhile if you are not a wife right because the wife is the status the wife is the identity the wife is the completion of your function and that's a lie. Yep. <laughs> Straight from the and pits that's a lie. Of hell. Not to say that you cannot see the beauty of what you've been Absolutely, created to right, be and your right. purpose within marriage. Because if it's a part of your story, God's going to show you exactly what he's made. And he's going to reveal his glory through it. Do you yeah, get what I mean? Yeah. However, if it's not a part of your story, God's glory is not absent. Yep. His glory in your life will still be seen and will still shine. Absolutely. And it doesn't pale in comparison to somebody who is married and who is living that story. Because a lot of us think, how can God get the glory over my life? How can I be a woman walking in purpose if I haven't got a home to tend to? Because you have a society to tend to. You have a job to tend to. You have responsibilities. Do you get what I mean? You have things to do. You have things to do. (laughs) And this is why I get so upset because a lot of women have parked their their idea of having things to do Mm -hmm, till mm -hmm. they get married. I won't Mm -hmm. travel till I get married. I won't start my business till I can do it with my husband. I can't do it till I can do it with my husband. Okay, I get it. Marriage is a priority, but but for God's sake, you're not dead. Uh, (laughs) You're not dead just because you're single. Wake up. Get to work. Do your thing. Do you get what I mean? Be the Proverbs 31 (laughs) woman before you get a man to marry do you get i mean at the end of the day if you can't be a proverbs 31 woman for the king of kings you don't deserve to marry a king you need to do god's work i'm just being honest girl have you seen that meme of that person (laughs) the wind the wind is blowing and their edges are actually like i'm being serious i'm being serious like when we think about christianity Mm. the the image of you know um the image of marriage is often likened to god coming back for his bride right and i think a lot of us get lost in the fact that thinking life is only this microcosm that Absolutely. is marriage or this one event that happens which is a wedding day where a groom is mm-hmm. reunited with his bride but then you forget actually no this is the 
display of something much bigger of something eternal which is that christ is coming back for us right as his bride and so you qualify as something before you even get married right and you're preparing yourself for something before you even get married yeah and if you're telling yourself that actually nothing else matters you actually do have an idol. You think that marriage will save you. Yeah. Marriage is not a savior. Not even just that, but you also think that you can conjure up the perfect partner by displaying the traits of that functionality. And now right? you think you're punished when you get something. <laughs> now you think you're being punished when you get a partner and you go through trials, even though trials in marriage are inevitable. Inevitable. Like you can't Proverbs 31 your way out of marriage troubles. Marriage is a covenant. Mm, mm, Long-term mm. relationships mm, require mm, mm. commitment. And there's going to be some hurdles that you face. Even in our covenant with the Father, do we not face hurdles? Issues. The one thing that's actually inevitable is suffering. <laughs> suffering. For real? No, no, no. Because I get it. I get it, right? Like we're living in times where people want to avoid suffering. Mm. Suffering is painful. Mm. Suffering hurts, but it's inevitable. Yeah. The human condition like we are predisposed to suffering. Mm-hmm. So if you live a life avoiding suffering, you can never experience true joy. Yes. So even when it comes to marriage, but also in the other things that you're doing, because this avoidant behavior, we see it across the spectrum, yeah. right? We're constantly doing things that we want, that that bring us ease, right? Yes. You can't really live a life of true ease, true joy without the pain and suffering that comes with Facts. it. So stop avoiding <clears throat> the pain. 100%. Stop avoiding the pain and suffering and stop thinking that leaning into this whole idea of femininity yeah. will entitle you to a good man. A life of ease. A life it's, of The ease. thing is, you probably will get a good man. 100%. He just won't be perfect. He won't be per- There will be something about it. There's a difference between good and perfect. Good and perfect. And perfect according to the standards of society. Because some of us are trying to fulfill biblical standards of womanhood mm. to find a worldly husband. Through the methods Do you know of what the I mean? world. Through the methods of the world. You think that some of these worldly men that are doing um, six figures, they're not going to the church to look for their wives. Exactly. Because you're playing a function. Ooh, you are cosplaying shame. as the wife that My they're looking God. for. But they don't actually have a relationship with the creator. Mm. But because you think that cosplaying as a biblical wife taking the principles of oh if i'm i show up like this i will get a man not the man that god wants for me but a man that i think the world sees as respectable and this is how you end up in relationships where you are unequally yoked Mm. because by the standard of the world this man is perfect Mm. he's making six figures he's tall he's handsome he's spiritually dead have you ever seen like there was this um ad that i watched um Mm a couple of months ago and it was this guy who was like at a party living his best life all that kind of stuff and they switched it to like the spiritual lens of what that looks like in the back like spiritually that man was chilling with zombies he was there enjoying like with all of these babes but through his spiritual eyes all of these babes were looking moth <laughs> everything was just looking bad yeah. and it's like everything can look so perfect on the exterior everything can feel as though you know you're getting the glory yeah. you are enjoying this relationship but it's actually not a relationship of purpose or covenant. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Even with the story of like the golden calf, they were inspired by worldly things. Yes. They were inspired by the Egyptians yeah. to build that calf. Yeah. Some of us are cosplaying ah, biblical yeah, we are with modeling inspiration, off of the world. modeling off of the world. We are taking biblical principles. We are taking femininity principles and applying them to obtain not God's favor, but mm. favor with man. And we don't even know we it. We don't even know it. Like when we really even think about like, 
preferences and all that kind of stuff. If you really unearth it, why do I have a particular preference for this? And to what extent am I allowing that preference to rule me, right? It's one thing to have a preference, but it's another thing to have a ruler. Mm. Too many of us are being ruled by our preferences. We're being ruled by our preferences. That's deep. Do you know what I mean? Like so many characteristics and traits. It's like, oh, was it really God that put onto your heart that you have to be with this man that makes six figures, even though he sucks as a human being? Was it really God that put onto your heart mm-hmm. that oh, I need to be with a man that is minimum yeah. six foot two? Yeah. Was it yeah. really God that put these things yeah. onto your heart? And oftentimes it's because you don't believe God is a provider. J- you don't believe God is a provider. And when you have idols, the one thing God is not going to do is bring you something that you can worship instead of him. Do you know he what I mean? He will pluck that thing. It's like even with the dilemma, not say this is your exact situation, yeah, this is not a prophecy, but when we get the things we want, God will quick be quick to show us why it is an insufficient God. Thank you. Oh, because, listen, and that is why it's actually important for couples to experience hardship yes. in the, within the scope of their relationship. Hear me and hear me well. I'm not saying that you have to go through suffering. Oh, sorry. That's, seen, that's another thing I was going to say. Yeah. Hard doesn't mean commit to dysfunction. Yeah, Hard and dysfunction is not listen, the same. Listen, listen. I, God forbid, <laughs> I don't ever want to see, no, 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 those stupid <laughs> posts on social media. No, 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 we have to speak about it. Those stupid posts on social media are, um, I'm with my babes. We've gone through We've so gone through much. So I've much, put her through hell. So much. And she's still standing with If me. you've put her through hell, we need to send you back to hell. You because are you're you're a demon you're a devil your your commitment to dysfunction why do you know hell your commitment to dysfunction should not be the reality that i'm experiencing Mm, mm, mm. you should not be the reason raison (laughs) d'etre you know what i'm saying your reason of being should not be to cause dysfunction in this relationship in the same way that we are often not perfect in relationships certain traumas triggers etc we have to go through a little bit of suffering, a little bit of shaking up, a little bit of suffering so that God can actually be glorified. When we're th- even thinking about someone like Michelle Obama and Barack, Barack Obama, yeah. right? Yes, they were hard seasons, testing seasons, but they're still standing. Yes. And you cannot tell me that they didn't have to do work to mm. get that. Mm. Listen, people idolize that relationship. Stop mm. idolizing relationships, yeah, guys. But people look one. to those relationships. Or even when I think of the important long-standing relationship yeah. examples that I have in my life, yeah. all of them spoke of very, very hard marriages. They've yeah. gone through t- things together, right? That they fought through yeah. and they fought with God to so overcome. Good. There will be some times where you will have to go to God about your partner. There will be some times that your partner will have to go to God about, about you. you. You're a problem. Boy, and in those times, you better pray that your God has your partner's heart in his hand. Because if your partner isn't submitted to God, you praying to God, what can he do? Uh-huh. You went What's and got your, yourself a man with a heart of stone. And now you're asking me to make it a heart of flesh. I can't do that. And he hasn't given it to me. Fam, and instead, you know what? What's even worse about that is instead of going to God about that issue, you will now be doing, oh, I need to be more feminine. I need to be more feminine. I need to be, I more, need to be more feminine. Need thinking to be more you yourself lady. have the power to change a person. Hey, like, this people will be doing. And then <laughs> putting little things then, on your food. Soul time. And you that. think the same thing that you're trying to do to keep him, somebody is not doing it better than you. There are women who are more feminine than you. There are witches. There are witches who source. Ah, witches. Shalane, what did you put in your stew? <laughs> what did you put in your stew? <laughs> there are people who have better potions salty. and things than you. Some people are veterans. There are witches that are veterans. You know what I'm saying? They've anyway, been doing this craft for a long you time. Guys already know, put your spiritual eyes. Open up. <laughs> open up. Open up. Open up. So please, 
babes, sisters. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Your season of singleness is not just about preparing to be somebody's wife, right? Even this whole idea of like my season mm, of singleness, mm, you know? Mm. Why is it that men don't go through a season of singleness? In fact, maybe they should because then Des- they'll be they better prepared to be a husband. To. And to be fair, there are a lot of men who are like, God, I don't want to be single for much longer. Good for you them. Go, I mean, we who are like, more. nah, this, this whole season of singleness thing. But I think it's, for me, the season of singleness is important because you do need to view it as a season. I think when, right. you, in, when you view something as a season it shifts your perspective yeah because you realize one this is not going to last forever right, right right or maybe it will um but also number two my favorite recent my favorite on, quote look at recently, the way you're even grinning my favorite quote recently the season i'm in is seasoning Come right yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this is actually preparing me for something it's preparing me for the next step right and so i think it's I know we've said that, oh no, your singleness isn't just about preparation for marriage. It's not. It's about preparing yourself for something bigger for your life. And that thing isn't just marriage, right? That thing is maturity. Mm -hmm. That thing is understanding purpose and Um, really walking into it. Your purpose may be to be a wife and a mother, but your purpose may also be the next business you're about to start with your friend, which you don't see coming. Or that thing God is going to tell you to do and pick up as an investment, which you now need to sharpen yourself for. You're not going to school just to have certificates, which you're, you know, will increase your bride price. You're going to school to become a better contributor to the human world. (laughs) So prepare yourself for that. that. No, no, I love that you said that (laughs) because some of you, you have your degree, but the information that you got from that degree- You have no idea. No applicability. Not you have no idea. You got the certificate and you said that was it. You went to study sociology. <laughs> but you're contributing nothing to <laughs> society. Nothing to society. You did engineering. What are you engineering oh, in this life? Nothing. Do something, please. <laughs> please. Something like those aunties. No, so, do something. You're skilled. Just, you are so intelligent, so bright. But you lack focus. Oh, you lack purpose. <laughs> you lack purpose. Do something. Hey. Because even the the... The season of singleness or being single starts to become frustrating mm. and starts to feel lonely because you're idle. You're idle. What does the good book say <laughs> about idle, idle hands? You are idle. Go and find Stop. something to do. I can't wait to have a daughter, man. You're being idle. idle. The devil preys on that. Like he'll, the enemy really does prey on our minds. Right. Next thing you're all you can do is think about. I wish I was out right now. Mm-hmm. All of my friends are out with their boyfriends. No, they're at work. They're actually at work. They're working. Go and do and something. And even there's a boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Do you know, maintaining a, maintaining relationship, maintaining mm-hmm. is a lot. It's another challenge Enjoy the, ha, this season of singleness, enjoy that you can go outside. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to account to anybody. Literally. You can eat. Your bill is low because you can eat mm. for yourself. You people think you're entering into a relationship. This guy, depending on who you go out yeah. with, yeah, right? Obviously, that's your values, play, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. You will now have to be thinking, oh, what can I get this guy for Christmas and Valentine's Day and all that. I don't want to trigger anybody. Valentine's Day is coming. The Valentine's Day is coming. Where is? What are you going wow. to give your boyfriend or self from your nyash? Now you got to you you do? do something. What will you do? Now you've got to do Skilled something. Skilled babes listening to this. Listen. Skilled. Nah, please guys, arise. Arise and go arise to work. Arise and start walking in your purpose. Because that's how yeah. literally so many of you, like so many of us get driven crazy when it feels like because we are not doing anything. Right. We become jealous. 100%. We become 
comparative focus we start to believe in lies that are you see i just don't deserve anything uh-huh. good it's because you're doing nothing i do arise and, and you know outside. what when you're busy when you're not idle you won't be entertaining rubbish exactly do you know what I mean? it's when you because you know when you're busy you have things to do you're focused your focus. yeah you're not going to be taking any rubbish facts some of you are taking rubbish because you're idle facts stop it facts don't be like, at all of these men yeah especially the ones that misbehaving misbehaving they'll tell you oh, i want to marry you i want to marry you idle them two are idle. One thing about when you're idle, <laughs> you'll connect to more idle, <laughs> idle people. people. When you're lazy, you'll connect to lazy people. Just doing nothing together. Be a go If you want to go get a be a go getter. Just go and be a go getter. And that isn't in the pursuit of the reward yep. that is a relationship. Yep. Just keep yourself occupied Occupado. and you will see what God will do through your life. Not just in the area of marriage, but like right. the satisfaction you'll get from so many other things. And I'm not saying that this is the guarantee that you'll never feel that I wish I had a partner or right. I wish I wasn't single right now. You'll definitely feel it. Oh, as for that one, you'll feel it 100%. However, Big facts. you'll also be comforted in the fact that though I may be alone, I am not lonely. Right. Though I am single, I am not on my own. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. actually have people around me and that is a blessing Hallelujah. because there are also people who are in marriages who are still alone single and who mothers are who are also single mothers do you get so let's just think about the fact that contentment is the key this year Hallelujah! Contentment. be content and make your life something that you can be content with contentment is the key 2024 can we get a hallelujah Hallelujah. now if you would like to offer any offerings to you guys really got a lot of preaching today actually i'm screaming that's how you know you preach though yeah they're like when your hair starts looking a little bit (laughs) that's when (laughs) but sisters we hope you enjoyed that episode it always feels like time just goes by so quickly and this was a great conversation so if you are currently single and mingling you are single and maybe inside your bedroom and whatnot we want to hear your thoughts there you go (laughs) how are you navigating the season of singleness in this time and also the ladies that are actually in long-term relationships healthy ones y'all been toxic ones i need you to (laughs) take a take a step back yeah those in healthy marriages and relationships come forward tell us come on just us we need things to look forward to to. every day i'm watching uh, the news somebody's divorced you know sad news let's put things back together again sisters we absolutely adore you and you know how you can you know we were speaking about idleness how can you how can get active you know get active you can be active in this community by following us on all of our social media accounts at to my sisterhood where we'll be dropping tidbits of fun stuff every single day across the platforms (laughs) instagrams linkedin tiktok twitter oh sorry x X. (laughs) x.com all of them come and join the sisterhood and make sure that you follow us individually on our glowing and growing journeys the lovely prophetess to my left over here at cd barter come on guys follow her give her a follow come on let's go let's go let's go and of course come and say hi to me your hey. resident other sister over here at Renee Kapuku we love to see it and make sure you sign up to our mailing list where we send you weekly glowing and growing tips straight to your inbox okay love letters galore so head over to our website twobysisters.com to put in your email address so you can be signed up to that Woo. we love to see it sisters you have a phenomenal phenomenal weekend yes please and as always keep, keep glowing, glowing and growing, growing.
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com